Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius August 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Aquarius placement that you listen for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree friend, so birthdays around February 15th through the rest of the sign, or Aquarius degree placements around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Pisces report because you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm alternating showing the charts on the screen. Um, This is a month where you've got the beautiful slideshow. So for the July reports and then again in the September reports, look forward to seeing those charts. But for this month, hopefully you will love the slideshow that you can watch um, in the video version. And of course, the podcast version is unaffected. I'm very excited to share information with you that will help you to make August the best possible. When we know the astrological weather beforehand, we can plan and align with the natural rhythms of the universe and make things much easier. So we're going to talk about different layers of energetics that are going on this month, some that are general that will affect everybody, some that are specific that are just for Aquarius focus right now. But either way, we're going to paint a picture of August and help you understand the best ways to use the potential. So again, this month, we have more, many more salty aspects compared to sweet ones. This is nothing to fear. Um, If you're not familiar with my terminology, a sweet aspect is when the planets are getting along, when they're in a nice angle to each other. And the salty ones are when they're in an incongruent angle and they're not getting along or speaking the same language. So that means this month we've got, like July, we've got road bumps. So you're flowing along, bump, flowing along, bump. And there are different ways you can deal with this, but the awareness is key. Just like if you're driving down a road that has speed bumps, if you're trying to blow down that road, you're going to you know, mess up the shocks on your car and um, it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you know to just kind of slow down, navigate your way through, these can be um, as minimally a uh, nuisance as possible. And they do tend to blow over quickly, um, the types of aspects that are happening at this point. So just something to know. Something else important as a general understanding of this month to give to the layers that we're talking about here is that we still have a break from eclipse season. The April and May eclipses carried intensity even into June, but July and August, we get a break to integrate the radical changes that may have recently been introduced. September, right from the beginning, will put us back into eclipse season again as the prelude to the October eclipses, which include the conclusion of the Taurus-Scorpio storyline that began at the end of 2021. That one's been in a tough angle for Aquarius placements. And then we have a continuation of the Aries Libra stories that began with the Black Moon Eclipse in Aries in April. This new set is in a better angle for Aquarius placements, so kind of a mixed bag here. So we have these storylines of me and we, my stuff versus our stuff, and we've got a little break um, now before things start to heat up again. Two very important retrograde things to know this month, and one of them is the star of our show, Venus Retrograde, which we'll get to. But we also have Mercury Retrograde, okay? Mercury rules communication, transportation, the devices and mechanisms for those transports and communications are also ruled. Appliances, electronics are also under there. Things tend to go haywire, plans change, miscommunications are more likely, 
It's more likely that you'll say something into your voice to text and it will somehow put the F word in there and then you'll send it, you know, so you've got to just know that this month you have to double check things, try to not be too quick or hasty, um, think through things before you do them, know that plans are likely to change, things you planned are likely to be called into question, and the less you schedule this month, obviously there are things you can't get out of, right? But if you ha- are like picking this month to make all of your appointments, um, you know, for back to school, like your doctor's appointments or this kind of, you know, or whatever, whatever is involved in your life, and you're listening to this early, which is why I post this early, you might be better off trying to get some of those things done in July before we have the uh, Mercury retrograde to deal with, because trying to make plans in August is going to be um, exceptionally difficult both for August and the future. It's a time that our attention is brought very much here and now, very much right in front of us. It's the time to be the spider and just let come into your web the things that you are supposed to be dealing with, to sit on the shore and let the tides bring in what you're supposed to deal with. Maybe some garbage will come in, maybe a beautiful dolphin will visit. But, um, you know, it's basically a time to not try to conjure too much and let the magic happen. My favorite aspect of Mercury Retrograde is what I like to call last-minute magic. So if you leave yourself unscheduled, it means you have more time to say yes to sudden opportunities for travel or an invite to a concert or, you know, a chance to catch up and have a long conversation with someone who you've really wanted to connect with. Um, So all of those things will tend to abound at this time. Because the retrograde is in Virgo, it's going to bring a lot of extra, and Mercury rules Virgo, it's going to bring a lot of extra opportunities to edit things, to go back over things, to um, apply tedious focus um, onto things that need detail-oriented um, you know, attention. So we also have Mars in Virgo. Besides the Mercury retrograde, we have star goddess Pallas Athena there. So there's a lot of, of a critical eye, attention to detail at this time where you're going to be dotting I's and crossing T's, and likely a lot of those things are going to be from the past. So projects um, that you worked on in the past might come back onto your desk, that you've got to redo them. And this is a really great time to redo things. So sprucing up your website, not necessarily launching a new website or not necessarily launching like your big life uh, expression because you know the ties are coming in, but it's a great time to spruce things up, to go clean up text, you know, to go just kind of get your systems in order, fine tune things, do a little experimenting, clearing up. It's really well indicated. And because um, of the retrogrades, you might find that you have a lot of help from the past to do this. And we'll get into some more of this later. The Mercury retrograde is also going to highlight, um, specifically for Aquarius, Attention to matters involving the eighth house, because that's where your Virgo transits are. The eighth house is the house of other people's money, of resources, including spiritual resources. Um, So if you are having to attend to estate details or um, inheritance details or legal things, you know, those are the kind of things that might be coming back to you. And I'm not necessarily saying this is a great time to try to file or make new all of these things. You have to follow your flow for this, but it's, it's kind of a time for looking at revisions, feeling into revisions rather than like, again, launching a new thing, unless it's a temporary or a short-term thing, because it's, the energy is pretty good for that type of stuff. So anything having to do with taxes, kind of solving problems there, 
if you had a loan application that didn't go through and you're, you know, and you have to redo it or you're trying to get help from resources from the government or anybody else or anything else, this might be a time where if you had been refused before for something or an application was declined, that if you go back and do it again, that you might have a different outcome. So those are some extra Aquarius specific possibilities at this time. Okay, so something else I want to just point out before we get into these five special ops from Venus retrograde for Aquarius is that we have this unique combination of a very strong Leo focus and a very strong Virgo focus this month. The personal planets are pretty much just in either of those two. And this is, you know, a very big dichotomy because Leo is all about creativity and fun and expression and looking at life through, you know, the the eyes of like childlike wonder. And Virgo is like the critical eye, the not as fun adult perspective, the getting down to business, the, you know, practical things, not as much as the fluff and the pomp and circumstance of the, um, of the Leo energies. But what we do have here is a rare chance. I'm calling it chiseling manifestation to perfection and a rare chance for balance because the creativity of Leo, especially at this time of year, especially with Venus retrograde through Leo, we'll get into obviously more Venus retrograde implications later, but this is just a general piece I want to give you. The energy of of Leo that's so pronounced at this time is really bringing this zest, this creativity, this um, you know enthusiasm, this passion, um, you know, to your personal your personal projects, your personal expression, and then the Virgo energies are your responsibilities or the details. So it's like it's it's basically giving the combination of these two can allow the channeling of all the Leo exuberance into this organized and tangible expression. So this month is like the epitome of bringing the creative ideas into physical reality. So it's it's not just the feeling of it, you know, the idea of it, it's the physical manifestation. And the attention to details and the discernment of Virgo can help to trim the fat of expressive um, or like excessive expression and chisel it into a, a, a more perfect form. Um, or a more streamlined form. So, you know, there are a lot of good opportunities for you to, to also do something practical with your creative efforts. You know, I know, you know, but your different generations got different messages, but I know my generation was very much entrenched in this idea that creative pursuits were not valid or worthwhile because you can't make money with them and you have to earn money and you're not, you can't earn money having fun. (laughs) I mean, that's what, you know, my parents told me and they, and, you know, based on their experience and what's going on in the world, then they definitely had reason. I, you know, obviously my work flies in the face of all of that. I made different decisions and did a lot of inner work to, to shed that paradigm because I have a terrific amount of fun with my work, as you can probably hear, but this is like, you know, this, this energy of, bringing more fun to your work and letting fun create um, into something practical, you know? So it's really, 
it's really a very cool time when things that are fun and creative can actually also be um, tangibly or financially worthwhile and making the connections between those, bridging those two energies can be, you know, a very profound experience at this time. Okay, so now let's get into these five special opportunities from Venus Retrograde for Aquarius. Now, the first thing I want to point out is that the energy of Leo does rule romance and certain aspects of relationship. And for Aquarius, all of this Leo energy is in your house of relationships. Okay, so, and since Venus rules the seventh house and Venus rules relationships, some of the things that are true for everybody, all zodiac signs for Venus retrograde, have this double or even triple emphasis at this time. So some of the things that I have on my list here are special opportunities for you. Maybe also valid for, you know, other signs, but there's a special layer of truth and importance and potential for Aquarius placements because of the layering of these potentials, um, you know, in all of this, um, in this fashion, which I'll outline here. So the first big special opportunity for Aquarius is to enjoy benefits from financially from the past. All right. So clients from the past, contacts from the past, if you need a job, um, you know, somebody out is helping you out there. If you need, um, you know, if your business is dragging or you want to expand it, reaching out to the people who you already have in your network or your group um, can be amazing. So like running a campaign, even if it's a campaign you've done before, especially a campaign you've done before that was really effective in the past, bringing that back around again can be super effective. So this is a time where it's not, not necessarily the time to reinvent the wheel. You might be creative and have new ideas and you want to try them out and experiment with them. That's fine. And some new things, as long as they're not like your big be-all, end-all launches, can be fine. But for the most part, see what worked in the past and do that over again. And you have special opportunities um, to expand this triple-fold as an Aquarius. A second special opportunity from Venus Retrograde for Aquarius is love and zest or romance returning from the past. Okay, so again, this could be a, a typical Venus Retrograde um, experience, but because this is happening in your seventh house of relationships, there's extra layers of potential for you as an Aquarius here. So if you're in a relationship, things are getting stale, there's trouble, there's drama, there's a very good chance that if you go back to things that you did before that worked, that you may be able to get benefits from them. The romance can come back, the zest can come back. Um, and if you're single and someone comes into your life that was from the past, it may be a time to renegotiate those um, contracts and you may find that you get special returns from that. And the returns could come in the form of, wow, like maybe this person could be very viable for the future or the returns could come from you dip back into it and you see, wow, that's actually never going to work. But either way, you'll get information that will help you along the lines of improving your relationship space very radically. So the third special opportunity from Venus Retro for Aquarius is to spruce up your space. Not only do you have um, Venus, which rules design, in the house of design and your, you know, you know, aesthetics, basically, the seventh house. So that's double right there. You also have Jupiter in Taurus 
going through your fourth house of home, expanding that energy. So you've got multiple lines of energy that can give you a chance to make your space the way you want it. Now, there are some caveats and things to look out for. Definitely look in the notes underneath the video or podcast. Um, If you're on YouTube, you can click on the little arrow under the video that will reveal the notes. Um, And they should just be apparent on the the podcast. But check out my Venus Retrograde... um, resources in order to understand this better because there are some caveats. Like for instance, you don't want to necessarily put all of your budget or go out on a limb to do everything new because you might not be seen clearly with your design and you might find that you hate it in a few months or that something changes in a very short amount of time. But this is an amazing time for affordable, easy spruce ups that don't You don't need a lot of investment for, but it goes a really long way. Painting a wall, getting some plants, you know, like small fixes that really profoundly affect your space. So you can lay claim to your sacred space and aesthetically improve your environment in amazing ways now. And then you add in the Mars in Virgo and the Mercury retrograde in Virgo and Pallas Athena in Virgo energies, and that can like be this clearing through clutter, reorganizing, getting everything all straightened out for, um, for more amazing experiences in your home space. So there's this very special energy around magically sprucing up your home space. Number four special opportunity from Venus Retrograde for Aquarius is for you to cash in on investments. These can be financial investments, but there's a special line of energy about your investments in people. Okay. So if you've invested in people, you've spent time with them, you've nurtured the relationships, there's extra chance now that those people who you showed up for are going to show up for you big time. And if you need a favor or you need some help, there's a chance that people are going to come through for you in a very, very big way. Um, and it could also be financial relationships, uh, or financial investments, because not only is, well, Venus retrograde is highlighting the seventh house, um, and Leo energy can rule like speculation. Um, but then there's also the eighth house that we talked about, you know, with Mars and Pallas Athena and Mercury and Mercury retrograde there. So it's bringing in these, um, financial investments as well. Okay, and the number five special opportunity from Venus Retrograde for Aquarius has to do with big bucket list manifestations. Leo energy, I like to call bucket list energy, meaning the things that you just with all of your heart adore and want, want, want so badly. The wonderful trip, the certain material item, the spiritual experience, the, you know, whatever it is, the prolific garden, the, you know, whatever you've got on your list is your thing that you're just so excited about. There's a very good chance that the retrograde energies could be conspiring to bring those manifestations to you. Now, these might be things that are hard to plan ahead of time. So like if you're hearing this early and you're like, okay, I'm going to plan that big thing now. You can try, but remember the retrograde energies may try to thwart it, but it increases the odds that randomly, possibly even last minute, something that you've really been wanting that will be amazingly magical can come through in a wonderful way and seem pretty much effortless in many cases. So these are very special opportunities um, from Venus Retrograde for Aquarius. Now, 
A couple of random points I want to mention that we're not going to go too deep into, but are important to keep in mind. Pluto is not in Aquarius anymore, but it's close enough to Aquarius that you are still accessing for like 20 years, this uh, profound, prolific Plutonian power. Okay. We've got Pluto retrograding back into the very late degrees of Capricorn, but still it's close enough to your sign that for the next decades, it's not going to be far away or it will be right in it. So just remember that transformation is afoot for Aquarius and any changes that you want to make into your life are just so supported by this uh, profound, prolific Plutonian power where you can dig deep from the wellspring of potentials, spiritual, material, you know, um, physical in your body, the human potential. There's just, it's a very intense energy, uh, but it's very present for you. So anything that you're wanting to change in your life you can call upon this profound Plutonian power. And then just the reminder that now with Saturn and Pisces, Saturn may be bringing lessons to your finances, or it may be manifesting work that you've done over many years into a material form. Uh, And it may be time to build your major uh, construction projects in your financial world. Saturn builds things brick by brick. And so you've got from 2023 to 2026, this energy of building or rebuilding or building upon your finances brick by brick. And that can manifest in very, very, very notable ways. Okay. So a couple of my favorite or a few of my favorite aspects this month have to do with um, a sequence of Mars trines. Trines are the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. August 1st, we have a Mars in Virgo trine with Jupiter. August 16th, we have a Mars in Virgo trine with Uranus. August 24th, we have a Mars in Virgo trine with Pluto in Capricorn. So this is like, when we talk about manifestation and material manifestation, you hear that I've had a lot of themes of that this month. Well, these transits just kick that into overdrive. So in the days around those dates, which is pretty much throughout the whole month, There's extra opportunity for action, Mars, ambition, Mars, to result in tangible creations, the earth signs. So just kind of be looking out for that. Things may manifest from things you've done before, or you might, you know, be inspired to um, make efforts now that could yield surprisingly fast results. There's also um, a date to watch. The days around August 22nd, there's um, Mars in Virgo opposing Neptune. Okay, so there could be some confusion, uh, some deception, some security breaches around the, that time. In the Mars timeline, I'd say at least five days before and after the 22nd. So like this, at least the 17th through the 27th, be on extra lookout for those types of things. And the, of course, full moon in your sign is very, very, very notable. We only have once, occasionally two full moons in our sign each of the, you know, 13 year moon or 13 month moon cycle. So this one is on August 1st of 2023. We've got a full moon at nine degrees of Aquarius, fullness, completion, fruition, drama for better or worse, coming to um, Aquarius energy, friendships, 
community-based projects, internet-based projects. For Aquarius, this lands in your first house of your physical body. Um, so this can be something with your health. This can be a manifestation, like a goal for your physical expression. This can be um, self-esteem progress. This can be recognition, fame. And all of you will be feeling that full moon, but those of you closer to nine degrees will feel even more. So that's basically, we'll say five degrees in each direction. So four degrees through uh, around 14 degrees, the closer to nine degrees. So that's going to be like the last four or so, four to five days of um, January and the first like four or five days of February birthdays that you'll get the most powerful manifestation from that full moon. And then we've got the new moon at 23 degrees of Leo on August 16th. And of course, Leo is in the sign opposing yours. So that's one of the other thing to mention is that with all this Leo energy, including the Venus retrograde going on for so long, we've got all of this opposition energy kind of pulling, pushing your me-we sector, dividing your attention, you needing things, people in your life needing things. And you can step into superhero mode and get it all done. Uh, but you may, you know, definitely be feeling being, you know, being pulled in two different directions. Everyone will feel that new moon on the 20 uh, or on the 16th. But those of you who are between 18 and 28 degrees, the closer to 23 degrees, you'll get more of a notable outcome from that new moon. And that's going to relate to around February 8th through February 18th. And the closer to around February 13th or so, the more of a connection there. If you love when I focus on these um, transits, the sweet ones, the salty ones, the ones to watch. You will love my monthly write-up that I give to my VIP community um, via email one month early, write-up of the my favorite aspects, the ones to watch, the sweet and salty dates, and a general write-up of the month delivered in enough time for your planning. So you can see that plus all my other free resources at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you love my content and you want to learn astrology and you want to become a professional astrologer or you want to study astrology for your own self-development and to help your friends and family, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see what I put into that course. So it's very, very, very comprehensive and growing. So you can, uh, and very affordable, I might add, for um, for what you get for it. So you can see that at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. And then if you want more content and you love the content that I have, I do have a ton of free content. And if you want more, you can join my secret star portal and get uh, all, all kinds of a growing archive access to my Saturn in Pisces deep dive, my Jupiter and Taurus through the signs deep dive, how to make tough astrological transits easier, how to understand and use your natal chart, um, the sun moving through each sign, special highlights and focus on how to make the most of those energies, how to use new moons and full moons to their fullest. There's just so much there. You can see my secret star portal at AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. Make sure to look in the notes underneath the video or podcast for those Venus retrograde links so you can get really well versed on this transit to make the most of it. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.